when I'm not drinking bourbon or writing blues songs. I listen to the Sean Geek Podcast over on seanmcginnity.ca and you should too. Fans of the Sean Geek Podcast, this is the Core Geek talking at you. Did you know that the Sean Geek Podcast has merch available? That's right. Head on over to seanmcginnity.ca and click the merch link at the top of the page. You'll be taken to the Sean Geek Podcast store on TeePublic where you can find the Sean Geek Podcast logo on t-shirts, totes, masks, and more. And best of all, a portion of the sales goes to help support the podcast and allow Sean and Todd to keep bringing great content your way. Once again, go to seanmcginnity.ca and click the merch link at the top of the page. And while you're there, don't forget to download the latest episode. Welcome to the Sean Geek Podcast with your host, Sean Arama, and his brother, his friend, the guitar player. Fast Fred Fingers. <laughs> How you doing, brother? Not bad in yourself. I was nervous today coming on. Really? Yeah. You remember when we used to, when we go out and play live? Right. At, and I don't mean I don't mean right before the show would start, like where we're on stage, we're just waiting for them, you know, the for them to turn the music down. Not that point, but the point, like like an hour before the show, when we're kind of sitting there and just talking beforehand, and you're like, "What's oh, you're, the crowd going to be like?" Like that point of the show, that's what I felt like all day. You're you're stewing in anxiousness. Yes, <laughs> stewing in it. Yes. How's that? Exactly that. Is that a good uh, analogy? Analogy. I might have to add that on to the teacher. <laughs> Another slogan. <laughs> Another slogan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was because the last time we recorded was it like the first or second week of January, right? Yeah, I guess it's been it's been a while. It has been a while. I now, really... we've, had, we've had episodes come out every week, right? Yeah, because like, you had put a whole bunch together um, to try and get you know as much as you could done. Yeah, but I was I was nervous. I don't know. Today? Yeah. Well, I mean, we're not live. And if there's anything on here that kind of screws up, you can always edit it before you put it up. So that's that's the difference between live and pre-recorded. So it's not like on stage, like the time I broke my toe on stage. I oh, yeah. No, you broke your, toe, you broke your toe. There's no, <laughs> there's no take backs. You can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> you can't undo it. Yeah. I, I told you that story, right? About how I broke my toe on stage. No, actually, I no, uh, actually, I've never heard that you did break your toe. No, no, it's the first time. Was this with when we were playing with dome? With dome, yeah. Was it with the? Uh, you remember that big speaker box I gave you? Is it? Did you break it on that? Not that one. No. Your pedestal. No. Which, which show do you think it was? Which show? Um, was it pre? Um. I keep wanting to say Diamond Club. No. The pyramid. The pyramid, yeah. Pyramid. Was, was it pre-pyramid? It was pre-pyramid. I believe yeah, pre-pyramid. So handsome daughter? Nope. Was it at the um oh what's that place right across from Harvey's on Main Street? Nectar. 
I don't think even they're around now, are they? I no, thought they closed down. The Nectar Nightclub. Yeah. It was that night where we were playing with like super heavy bands. Yeah. That, that was the night you broke your foot or broke your, oh, yeah. your toe? Yeah. It's still big nag- toe or small toe? Big toe. Still, oh. nag- still nags me to this day. Wow. Okay. So I'm just pouring myself a drink because I, I think we did have the, the box was there. Well, it wasn't my box. That place had its own box. Yeah, because I remember the other bands, the the, the guitar player, the uh, the teacher. Oh, he was swinging his swinging his hair around. I remember he was up on that little pest. I thought he was going to whack himself in the lights above. Taller <laughs> than I am, doing the windmill with the long hair. But that's where we get the idea to have a box. So if anyone sees our live performances, which you can see all of our live performances on SeanMcGinnity.ca, if you click on Dome Videos, every recorded performance that 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 we're aware of. Oh, you found on, them all. I found them all and linked every single one on the website. Oh, lovely. Yeah, I know. <laughs> they'll be they'll be quite repetitive. The 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 later one was probably the one where we we had played enough times we were a little more relaxed. And you can kind of tell uh from like if you go by the dates, like our first show uh, yeah. versus the last show. Yeah, there was a lot of there was a lot of growth there. Yeah. And you can and you can tell just by watching it. What's interesting is the the, the like the crowd or, or lack of crowd. There's a fair amount of lack of crowd. I wonder what ever happened to that. What we had one autograph that we signed. We signed this guy's shirt. <laughs> he took his shirt off. <laughs> yeah. <He> took his- <laughs> we had a sharpie. Everybody's signing their name on it. I wonder who that was. I don't know. <clears throat> that was the one and only time I ever signed an autograph. So I'm just clicking on here just to see what it looks like over here. Uh, how oh wow it, it's laid out kind of funny here but anyway um yeah so i was i was on that that riser for the the at the nectar nightclub mm-hmm. and um i'm like i kind of like this because i can go in the spotlight when it's my turn and i can back off when it's not like i really really like that and i could actually look into the crowd a lot better like because i was high enough i could actually see into the crowd as opposed to just seeing like you know the first row or whatever right because the lights aren't glaring right in your face or actually just a little bit above them yeah yeah so it was i i did like that venue i know alex had a lot of problems with that venue like there's just certain he was he's very picky like I, i i don't think he was happy with any sound except for the one place uh, the club St. B. He really loved the sound there. That was really good. That was, that was a fun night. So anyway, so I was on that riser. And if you watch the video, you can see the moment where I break my toe. Oh, hell. Well, you'll have to put in the uh, the time because I'll have to take a look at it and see. Fairly early. It was the first or second song. I can't remember. I'll, I have to look at it again to see it. But right. Um, yeah. So I stepped off the riser. And that that. I don't know if, how much, how much, like, how much of that show do you remember? Not much. Uh, the only one, I mean, I, I've played, I, I've played the last one that we did more than any of the other ones, the only because it was more. It, I mean, it was the last one we did, so uh, the other ones were just kind of leading up to it. So I never really went back to them. I, I've listened to a couple of them and it was like, mm, okay, yeah, no, we did better later on, but yeah. I, um, so yeah, when I stepped off that riser was high, was pretty, pretty high up off the ground. 
uh, more than I realized. So when I step back, there's a moment where I, I step back and I take like a, like a running man. <laughs> I don't know how to describe it. I take one big step back right. and I put my foot on the ground, but the ground wasn't there. Oh, <laughs> so then my, my body tilted backwards and my foot wasn't flat. Like I took a step back to go back on my toes. Like I put one foot back to put, to, to go on my toes of, of my left foot. So right. when I put my foot down, there was nothing there. And then I leaned backward and then I fell onto my toes and the, the big toe took all the brunt. And Ooh. I wasn't wearing, I was trying to wear cool looking shoes as opposed to functional uh, <laughs> shoes. Right. So when I went down, it cracked. And I, I don't know, I probably made, it probably looked like I was making a metal face or something <laughs> when it cracked. But yeah, that's what happened there. Hmm. Well, I'll definitely have to, yeah, you'll have to timestamp it. And... Yeah, I want, I want to watch that video where you break your toe. <laughs> yeah, I want to see what the look of your face, like, oh, that's it. <laughs> like that. Uh, that's what that face was. Like, Do you remember that wrestler Sid Vicious or Sid Justice or whatever? He was that big blonde haired guy. Sid Justice. Yeah, I've heard it. I, I remember the name. He's a big guy. Anyway, he broke his leg in the ring, like a, a an actual snap. Right. Was he supposed to win the match? I don't know. But when he fell, uh, like he jumped off the top ropes, and when he landed, his just his femur just snapped. Jeez. So th- this will be akin to that, but it's only a toe break, so it's not as violent, I guess. But I still carried on, so I still had to finish the rest of the set. It <laughs> Damn. But you notice I'm jumping around more, and there's a point where I'm not. <laughs> okay. I'll have to take a look at that. But um, I don't know. You, you know, there there's – I kind of – there's a few things I wanted to talk about because I'm kind of excited to do this again because it's mm-hmm. been six weeks. But – um, the one thing that came up, so here's, here's the thing that came up in the last six weeks. So I, I, I've been monitoring our show, seeing how it does, checking out, you know, the downloads. And when I aggressively push the show, the, the downloads, we get a lot more downloads and it works good and there's more sharing going on and that sort of stuff, but I haven't mm-hmm. done that as much in the last six weeks. So, um, it's amazing. The more work you put in, the more people listen, and the less you do, the less you get. But uh, the episodes are still, I don't know. Yeah, well, you get what you put into it, I guess. But we've also had a lot of uh, guests on the show that, well, maybe people just don't know who they are. Well, the last, well, yeah, because, uh, I mean, a lot of our shows, like the last ones were more guest-based. Uh, we didn't really do a whole lot, just you and I. No, no, true. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. Oh. Speak again. Oh. I don't know. That was weird. You hear that? Yeah. Yeah. I heard, I heard my voice on your end. And I didn't even say anything. I was making sure Reaper was recording. I was like, is it recording? Oh, it's not recording. So I hit record and then it started re- tape recording over what we had. Oh, okay. It doesn't matter. I get the Zoom recording. But anyway, um, yeah, like our show isn't, a, it's this. I think our show is about you and I talking about weird stuff. Yeah, that's how it kind of started. Yep. But we've had so many guests on lately. Like people, I don't know, that I've wanted to talk to. But 
we know who these people are, but some people out there might not know who these people are. So I think sometimes there's a bit of disengagement when um, we bring certain people on, except for our, except for mom. Like when we had mom on, mom on, it was crazy. <laughs> How many people like it's, it's, it's been in the top five consistently since it came out in December. Like it's in the top five every single week. Nice. Yeah, so if you haven't listened to the episode with our mother, you should go check it out. Mm-hmm. Awesome. But um, so the one thing that so the other the other one that either shows up in the top ten or in the top five every week, and it's been this way since October. There's three episodes about our old band Dome. Consistently okay. in the top ten, if not the top five. Wow. The legend lives on, <laughs> which is weird because I mean, how many shows did we play? Not a fair amount in like a span of like one year. Yeah, about it. Yeah, we yeah we kind of just blitzed for the first year, and yeah, I'm sure we could have went. We we could have went further with it. I'm sure. Oh, I think so. Mm-hmm. Um. And I was uh, so interesting because I work from home. I, I listen to music all day and I found a whole bunch of old recordings, even pre you that I was going through. And there's, there was so many more songs that we, we could have done on a second album for sure. Like, I just, I, I'm like, Oh my God, I forgot we were jamming that one. Like I, I forgot we were jamming that one. Like there was so many more songs we could have had. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Alex is a riff meister. Like he's just comes up with the most creative, magical riffs. I think I have all the recordings we did. Oh yeah, I do too. I mean, I've never gone back to them to, to re-listen to, cause there was, a, there was a lot of uh, stuff that we did that we kind of, we tried to make songs with, and then we just kind of tried other things. And then we just kind of left those behind and kind of forgot about them. But there was, uh, there was some, there was some gems in there that I, I think we could have, uh, we could have elaborated on. And I think it was the next, the stuff that Alex was coming up with, because I mean, the songs generally started with him. Right. It was next level. Like, I think the next album would have been even better. I never know. But anyway, so I've been listening to that a lot. I also, uh, today I, I found, I finally found the MP3 recordings for the stuff you and I had done messing around with the, um, with that four track. I don't know how many years ago it was probably around 92, <laughs> 92 or so. Right. So I have all those in MP3. I'm like, I do I'm like kind of surprised. I thought I only had them on cassette. That was a four track that we brought, you know, you brought three tracks onto one track and then two tracks yep. onto another track. Yes, exactly. So basically you're just using a regular cassette that yeah. you would use in your car. Well, yeah. back, back in the day <laughs> and you used all four tracks on yeah. one side on one half of the tape. Right. And then you'd bounce the tracks down. You'd lose a lot of fidelity. And mm-hmm. it was, uh, yeah, it's quite the thing. So I would say, so I was listening to the one, uh, I want my candy, that one. I don't know if you remember that one. Oh yeah. So I was listening to that one and I sent it over to Tracy, who's been on the show before. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm like, Oh my God, you're not going to believe what I found. And I sent it to her and she's like, Oh my God, this is so awesome. And then she said, it sounds just like this song. And then she put, she sent me a link to the song. She said it sounded like, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, wow. Yeah, it does. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Like a real, like an actual. Yeah. No, no, no. By Def Leppard off uh, their second album. 
Yeah, I know. I'm like, I don't know what song that is. And I put it so, on. Oh. So does that mean they wrote theirs before we wrote ours? Well, yeah, their second I mean, album was, Pyro, was well, there's Pyromania. Oh, no. no, it was the one before Pyromania or the one before that. I'm not the sure. The one with the semi-trailer truck or something on it? No, with the guy, the person diving into a pool. So I don't know what album that is. Adrenalize? No, no, no. I gotta look at the conversation. Well, was it pre-Pyromania? Now it was similar. The thing is, like, oh, we just got a message from. Oh, we just sold a T-shirt. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> did you? Did, or he just said, "Hey, we just made a sale in T Public," and he told us how much money we made live. And I'm like, "That's all we make on here." Oh. 10 cents on the dollar. <laughs> uh, yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah, I it's a lot less than that, actually. Oh, okay. Wow. Well, you know what? I don't know. That, we'll, we'll see how we do here. Maybe we. Uh, that's like another. music streaming. Oh, you get uh, 0. 0.0001 penny for every play. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Actually, the thing I wanted to talk about today, mm -hmm. this is just you and I. I thought this would be kind of fun because those kinds of those kinds of episodes were we can get you all uh hyped up there although i might be the one that's all hyped up <laughs> on this one so in in the in the last 6 weeks i've i've limited my presence on twitter and instagram and all that stuff i'm just trying to take care of stuff at home cuz home is very stressful right now so um what i noticed was because I'm engaging less on social media, a little mm -hmm. less than normal. Um, what was happening was I was getting more solicitations about our podcasts. So people were bragging us like, Hey, you should join this podcast course. Oh, Hey, I saw your, your presence on Instagram or Twitter. And we think that you can do better and you can expand your audience and blah, 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 blah. More than ever. And, and just today, I'm not going to name the name of the company because I don't want, you know, no, but they're, they're just, they're fishing for business. Sure. And I mean, there's, there's no shortage of podcasts. So, I mean, they're taking advantage of, of, uh, you know, of that opportunity that they have, which is, which is fine. I mean, everyone can, can do that and make a buck. But I think the thing is that like market podient or podient, sorry. Um, what he's offering, if you're part of Podient, he gives you tons of free stuff. Um, you can, you know, he, he's got these little snippets online, like suggestions on, you know, how to do this different, how to do that. Basically, we're paying him for a service for, you know, for hosting our show mm -hmm. and, you know, putting, pushing it out there for us. And he, like, we're not just paying, for, paying him for that. We're paying him for being part of his network. And as such, we get stuff for it. So we have, you know, free access to certain things and he's giving, you know, uh, there's a few like free webinars and stuff like that. But what I'm getting hit with is these companies like that are saying, Hey, and, and the way they say it, it's, it's just all this. It's a generic hook. Yes. It tries to get most of everyone. Now I went, I went to marketing school mm -hmm. and so I, I guess the topic is circular reference. That's what we're going to call it. that. That's what we're calling this episode, circular reference. And the circular reference in my head, what a circular reference means 
when you're talking in a circle and you don't actually get anywhere, it's like you're driving. It's like you have a circular driveway in the front of your house. As uh, the so, comedian once said, I got a circular driveway and I can't get out. A true circular driveway is irrelevant because you're not leaving your house. You're just driving in a circle. That's what these marketers are doing. They're just talking in a circle. And so they're just politicians. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, if you want to talk in a circle, <laughs> you're saying a lot of stuff, but you're not really saying anything. There's no content. There's no content. To yeah, it. There's no content. It's just stuff. Right. right. Um, it's like someone who's drunk who just can't, won't shut up. He's not saying anything, but he won't stop talking. <laughs> yeah. You remember that time? Yeah. Would you remember it? Yeah. Yeah, it was fun. What, what, what did we do? Well, yeah, I remember that time. Like, you're not just, you're not getting anywhere. No. So everything that I've gotten is basically, they have their own podcast, okay? Because you have to, if if you're selling a podcasting course, you have to have a podcast. Otherwise, people think you're full of shit, right? So they have their own podcast. So I've actually gone and listened to some of these and they're mm -hmm. successful podcasts they are like, Oh, have a successful podcast. Just like mine, where you're going to have a peak saturation in all the markets. And we're going to help you uh, use your social media to get you more listeners and da, 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 da. And they're just going on about how they can grow your show, how to make your show better and how to grow your show. But in none of those, and, and they touch a little bit on content. Like you should have, you know, you should talk about what you're passionate about, but they're not helping you with content. They're helping you. We have to come up with your own content. Well, yeah, but yeah. I guess what they're saying is join my free webinar and I'll tell you how to grow your podcast. And I did go to one of these free webinars. And again, I don't want to, I'm not, I'm not trying to, I'm not being disparaging towards Podient because Mark's a, you know, he's a much better animal than these other people. He actually cares and he's actually trying to help us. Mm -hmm. But these guys, they don't have a network. They just have a podcast and they say they're successful. I don't know if they are. They just say they are. They're really good at saying I'm a successful podcaster. Just like Anthony Robbins says, he's a very successful businessman. Fake it till so, you make it. Exactly. So Anthony Robbins, his business. Well, now, he's been around all, for years. So this is hearsay. Okay. So, his whole shtick was, I'm going to teach you to believe in yourself and grow your grow a successful business. And he's always talking about, you know, empowering yourself and, and, and growing and listening to yourself and working hard and, you know, yeah. giving Dad up had all his books, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Had a lot of his stuff. But if you go back, he, he's telling you how to get there. And it's from the position that, I made it and you can too. But Anthony Robbins made it by telling people how to make it. So well, he teaches them how to use their mind. It's, I mean, everything's a state of mind. Your, your whole existence is a state of mind. You can be happy. You can be sad. You can de be depressed. You, you actually have more control over your own feelings and body that, that, than you think. And what he does is he unlocks that. No, I'm not going to deny that, but I, I think the thing that always bugged me about them, and and it's the same thing I'm seeing in these people that keep soliciting us, is that he's teaching you how to be successful like him, but what he became su successful at is teaching people how to be successful. But he he doesn't, his successful business is teaching people how to be successful in business, but he didn't have, 
it's not like he didn't come from, okay, I started a business, we were selling nachos and I pushed really hard and I did everything I could. And then we became the best nacho selling company in America. And now I'm going to teach you how I did it. No, instead it's like, he became successful telling people how to be successful, but he didn't have a successful business until he had a business that taught people how to be successful. (laughs) (laughs) See the circular reference I'm I'm referring to? Well, he's teaching a state of mind. Yes. He's not teaching you how to run your business and what to do in your business. No, he's empowering yourself. He's not really investing time in anything specific other than the human condition. I'm getting heated up here. I better take this jacket off. (laughs) But I I think the thing is the thing that bugs me and and that's what these podcasts are like, have a successful podcast like mine so that you go to his podcast, this person's podcast. I see Mm -hmm. because I, I don't know. I'm seeing a predominance of men, I guess, but they have a successful podcast and all they talk about in their podcast is how they have a successful podcast and how to join their webinar. But their podcast, they don't talk about anything but how successful their podcast is and how to enlist in their webinars. That's all they talk about on the podcast. That's their shtick. But it's like, well, what's your podcast about? Well, it's about how to be successful at podcasting. Okay, but what's your podcast about? Well, it's how to be successful at podcasting. Well, do you have a successful podcast? Yes, I do. I have a successful podcast about being successful at podcasting. (laughs) It's a circular (laughs) reference again. It's like, yeah. That's you what have a selling. podcast that's actually about something other than, because I find marketing is very thin. You're not selling anything. You're selling someone else's stuff. Generally, like a marketing company will sell other people's product for them, right. teach them how to sell their product. Mm-hmm. But if they had their own product to sell, the only thing they're selling is how to sell yourself. But they're not selling anything. They're just selling how good they are at selling, but they're not selling anything physical. It's like, you have a, a plant that makes bearings and they make bearings. What do you guys do? We make bearings. Well, what are the bearings used for? They're used for in cars. They're used in, in, in TVs. They're used in everything. They're used in building. We mm-hmm. make something tangible, but the, the, this sort of marketing thing that these podcast guys are doing is we're selling you the ability or no, we're selling you. We're selling you that we can sell your podcast. We're selling you a package. So you have to pay us so we can teach you how to do what you're already doing. But now I'll say I actually went to one of these webinars and I've actually read enough. I, you know, I'll, I'll go and read a bunch of articles and everything is very, you know, you, you're not getting any information. Like it's very, they're, no. they're, they're barely touching <laughs> anything. Right. Cause they want you to pay. Right. Which is, which is fair. Right. So I did a, I think it was a two hour or three hour one. So I actually sat there for two or three hours. I kept, I was in the chat. Like they had a chat on the side of the screen. I'm chatting. I'm like asking questions, never so, get one answered. So you paid for this? No, no. It was a free one time only free because I, they contacted me because, Oh, you have a podcast. Oh, you have a social media presence. Oh, you have a website. Okay. We're going to target this person because this person obviously is a sucker and is going to pay me a bunch of money. So they gave me that course free. I think some people paid, but I didn't. Wow. So in this class, we couldn't ask any questions and everything in the class. The only thing that came out of that class was, it was circular references again. 
yeah, in my podcast is my podcast is successful. We've been around for five years and we have 10,000 subscribers. We have 1 million follows on YouTube. We have blah, blah. And they're going on and on and on about this. And I'm like, okay. And I'm like, okay, well tell us what your show's about. Like, and there's tons of people in the message chat room that are asking questions that are going unanswered <laughs> the whole time. I don't know how exactly. And then I'm like, okay, well, the, so the whole time he's there, they, they never once said what their podcast was about. They, 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 I, maybe there was a link, but by the end of it, I, I was not interested in hearing what they had to say. Right. And then everything they said was be genuine. When you speak, talk using your voice, don't pretend to be somebody else. I'm like, okay, fine. You know, and, and then at the end, that's pretty much all I get out of it. And at the end, they're like, well, now that you've done the first course, we can take you on the second course. And the second course is $2,000. Yeah, exactly. And you will get blah, 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 and all this. And I'm like, we well, didn't get dick all from the first one. Why would I want to go to the second one? If this is a, if this is an example of what I'm getting, I ain't getting anything. If these are professional marketers or they're touting themselves as Anthony Robbins types, right? They're saying, mm -hmm. you know, we have a successful podcast. You can be successful like us. You can do what we're doing. It just felt like a pyramid scheme. You know, yeah. we're just going to get a bunch of people to take our class. And then if you refer people, we'll give you credit towards your next class. So instead of paying 2000, you're going to be pay 1800 for the next class. But then if you bring, and it's just on and on, but then, Everything I've seen, I couldn't see anybody bragging about how great these teachers were. Nobody, nobody was bragging about how great these teachers were. It was just, it was repetitive. So basically a marketing student who had a podcast who figured, you know what? I'm going to try and get some money out of this somehow and see how many people I can take with me. It was like an infomercial, but at least an infomercial, they're selling a product. Well, it's like when you're watching YouTube and all of a sudden this commercial comes up, it's like, and I, and I keep getting the same one. I don't know why. Okay. What are you getting? What, who, who is getting you on YouTube? Some guy saying something about losing weight and uh, you have to eat more fat and all this other stuff. Oh, okay. I'm he's there all buff with no shirt on trying to act cool. It's like, is he the why guy? Am I, why am I'm I seeing this? pizza tonight? That guy? No, I, I'm not eating any dang salad. <laughs> I'm eating a pizza. Why? Because you need carbs in your diet. Blah, blah. blah. Like is a guy with the black hair. Uh, could be. So I, I was getting him for a while and I stopped getting him because they, they obviously know who we are. And they know our, they know too much about us on YouTube and other channels. I'm getting the old guy. Are you over 50? <laughs> Do you want to have a body like mine? You're trained yeah. wrong. Let me tell so, you how to get a body like mine and have the women go gaga over you. Like I'm getting that old guy now. Yeah. The demographics are, they're looking at everything. They're looking at my age. Well, I mean, it's bad enough when you talk about something, all of a sudden it shows up in a, as an advertisement on YouTube. And uh, anybody who says that, you know, that doesn't happen is, I don't know. Apparently, I don't, I don't want to buy a bra. I don't know how that happens, but 
a bra what because you were talking about a bra and then all of a sudden it shows up on your feed well sylvia and i are on the same computer right so and then you wonder why (laughs) or the uh the worst is the uh the spam i get for all these dating sites because i'm probably in that demographic right like we're at that age where now you and i are maybe abnormal compared to society maybe but we're at that age where you know what oh my wife Oh, so boring. She's not exciting. I'm going to go out and have an affair and screw some younger, younger girl who's just horny. This is what a commercial. No, I get all these invites to all these sites. Um, Oh, this is email spam. No, not just email spam. I'm getting, I'm getting text spam. I'm getting email spam. I'm getting spammed on our YouTube channel. Our dome page uh, is beginning Interestingly enough, we're getting um, these sorts of spams in Spanish from Brazil. Okay. Lots of it. So I guess we're the right demographic that at our age, Todd, it's it's advisable for us to go have an affair on our spouses. <laughs> like that, this that. is where we do it, right? <laughs> and I'm like, I'm, I'm kind of insulted. Like they're... I'm super happy where I'm at. I don't, I don't oh, no. Maybe, maybe I can say that and then they'll stop fucking saying that crap. Because it's usually under like your spam, like in your in your junk yeah. mail. Yeah. Every once in a while, you know, stuff will show up. It's like, what is this? Like, why are they sending me this? Like, where where have I registered on a site somewhere where they figured that they can send me this crap? Well, we haven't, but they know our age. And I guess maybe it's typical. Maybe like I don't know if you're getting it a lot, but I am. Are you getting that kind of shit all the time? Not all the time, no. I mean, it's few and far between, but it, I mean, you still get it. And it's like, well, you know, what what forum or, or site that I register with that, you know, I'm getting all this crap from. I don't get it. Now, I know the, the listeners are going to say, well, it's all the porn you download. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Yeah, it's not. No, I'm not, I I don't know, but it's coming from somewhere. It's it's annoying that because I think that's what it is. They're just say okay, they're at that age. That's the age that you know, and it's going to be a man for some reason. It's going to be a man who wants to cheat on his spouse. I've been with my wife for fifteen years, and I am just as excited, just as happy actually probably happier and more excited than I was in that first year. Like I ain't going nowhere. I'm having a blast. Yeah. That's what you call growing in your relationship. That's the same, same with me. Every, every year it gets stronger. There's no, I mean, uh, I mean, if you've been in relationships in the past where, you know, you could see where, um, I mean, I was, I was always faithful, but, it's just, you know, it doesn't matter who you're with. I mean, it's just the type of person you are. Either yep. you are or you're not. Like they say, if once, you know, once a cheater, always a cheater type thing. So yeah, it just depends on the person. But I'm more curious on why shit's showing up on my Facebook feed when you're just talking about it in open air. Well, I'm like, there's no microphones anywhere. Yeah. Well, like, is it, is it this, like, I subscribe, like, I subscribe to, like different Facebook sites, like the decibel geek podcast or whatever. Like I I'm on their group. I'm on the pot of thunder podcast, uh, Facebook page. 
you know, and a few like that, like, is, is there, is Thunder. there, it, is that where it's part of, yeah. <laughs> is, is it like, I, I, I follow a few wrestlers, like, like, is there, what is, where is that algorithm coming from? Is it purely the age? You know what? That algorithm has been out for as long as I can, as, as long as the internet's been open. As soon as the, the, the first word of Viagra, I mean, you get spammed with all this, all oh, this natural, whatever, and this and that. And, oh, yeah. you know, it starts off with that. And then it, then all of a sudden, it, you know, it's just, it just doesn't stop. But I haven't gotten any, anything like that in a long time. Well, I've got most of it goes like every once in a while, I'll empty my spam folder. And mm -hmm. like, that's all that's in there. Yeah, that, I think my, and, my spam folder now consists of um, like um, JISC. Um, JISC. <laughs> <laughs> shows up. That's so risque. Yeah. Like like stores that, that yeah. I've either... You know, I've I've registered with, or I've you know that they've got my address, and then they just keep sending me stuff, right? Or you buy something online, like Canadian Tire or Home Depot, or you know one of those places. Although they don't, they don't, you know, throw a whole bunch of spam my way, so that's that's fine. Like legitimate businesses. I, I was thinking. Now, I, I, James, if you're listening to this episode, I'm, I'm just curious. I'm just curious that the the other podient podient, sorry, the other podient boys. Or the other podient gentle souls. Mm -hmm. If what sort of spam are you all getting? What sort of, are you getting the same spam I'm getting or the same spam Todd's getting? Or is there, is there, I'm trying to, I'm trying to see it like, so basically like if like, I mean, I listen to a fair amount of witch police radio and Beaver does movies. Like those are pretty high in the echelon for what I listen to. Um, I'm wondering. What was the name? Like Beaver. I'm sure he's getting some stuff. Yeah, that's it or you would think because i listen to every beaver episode i do Which I mean, if, you, if your podcast was called dick pic i'm sure you know you'd probably get a lot of spam. i think so james beaver is the culprit here because yeah. i listen to james beaver and i retweet james beaver stuff and i like james beaver tweets and posts and stuff like that maybe they're making that connection that i'm actually looking for a beaver that's not my wife's <laughs> If you say beaver three times and spin around, does something happen? It's like the candy man. <laughs> I was thinking more of uh, beaver. <laughs> Don't say it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus, Todd. Great. And, and on that note, so I want to see if we can do this here. Okay. So what I was uh, alluding to at the beginning of the episode, I, I know we were, we we're going to talk about something else, but this is a good conversation. This is how it usually goes. Yeah, how it usually <laughs> goes. So I'm actually going to pull this up and do it right this time. Uh, hang on. I'm going to type. You can fill the dead air, I guess. Okay. What are you typing? I'm going to do a share screen and. Uh, oh, I get to see it. Yeah. And hear it if I do it right. Okay. Is this one of Beaver's uh, wrestling uh, videos? <laughs> no. No? Okay. That was awesome, though. Those were pretty cool. Uh, okay. I should look at and try and find some other ones. Does he have his own YouTube channel with those on it? Like, no, what, it's not his channel. They're just out there. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're just out there. Oh, I guess I can do it this way. Uh, so, 
so uh, th- those dome episodes I was telling you about, like the three most downloaded, it's the three most downloaded episodes of all time or, or three dome related episodes, the same three. Wow. So um, th- there was a period when the band was starting out and um, I would occasionally put a song up as an episode. So the episode was just the song and that's it. Nothing else. Oh, and I posted, remember we did like the first five songs. I think it was the first four or five songs. It was, uh, yeah, I think it was four songs. It was the trifecta songs and then, uh, California and premature, I guess. Yeah. We had made a CD, but there was only four. Yeah. There was only four songs on it for the first one. Yeah. So, um, those were, uh, let's see share sound optimize for video oh something's coming up did it work started sharing no, the screen. I, can't, I can't see can you see oh yeah i can see okay it's, so uh, so the the most soundcloud out of, out of those five songs like oh, be famous was one of them so it's be famous premature uh the trifecta which is we are machine um breakdown and descend okay out of those five that were actual listed as episodes of the show premature mm-hmm. like 10 like, like probably 100 to 1 oh so popular. that would have been yeah. so why is that song so popular why is that song so famous well it probably has a groove that people like to hear now on on here though it's interesting so you can see all this right now todd yeah, like if you click on it, are we going to hear it? That's what I think. So cool. you can see the the amount of downloads. So this is just on. So what we did, we went to, and you should yourselves too. You so can pen, do it now while you're listening. Penultimate. Yeah, where are we going, Todd? Where are uh, where are we right now? You tell the you tell well, the. We're on SoundCloud. Right, which you can link to by going to. SeanMcGinnity.ca. That's right. If you click on music, <laughs> it takes you to this page. So now we're on the uh, affiliate or or affiliate page and all the dome songs are there. Uh, There's a salty bear song. And that was the band I was in pre Todd, Um, a bunch of other stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, I got my two tracks I did with cyber love dome, just jamming. There's the two just jamming songs on there. Right. What else is on here? Yeah, the screen's there, but it's fuzzy, so I can't make That's out the, well, even, the web we address. But you don't really need to see it so much as hear it. So right, it it, it filters into the episode. So anyway, so I thought we could listen to, um, premature, and listen okay. to it together, and just we'll stop it, we'll listen, like we'll we'll listen, and we'll see what we all what we think. Like what what do you remember about recording the song? So that's the more popular one? Easily, hands down. Okay. Now on here, it only it it doesn't have as many plays as the other ones. Uh, okay. Ultimate is the top for some reason. Okay. Um, but I also have five of these songs on our what's the other page? Reverb Nation. Mm-hmm. Um, interestingly enough, the most listened to song on here is not a dome song. It is this song. This song here, Serious. That you and I did. Oh, really? Yeah. 
<laughs> remember that one? Uh, yeah, I think I had brought my my little black star to your to your house, and then we just kind of. Um... So so the top so the, the top, what's that? We just recorded it on the fly. I don't think we even really practiced oh, it. It was just kind of a nope. Right on the spot. It's popular. It's it's very punky. It was a song that I uh, that I'd written for my solo album back in two thousand. Mm-hmm. It sucks because I'm playing keyboard on it, and I'm not a good keyboard player. So I get you to redo it with with real guitar, right? So, but on the Sean Geek podcast, the episode that has premature, it's like it's the top. So. All right. What, what do you remember of Premature? Like, what, what does that song evoke you? Like, right out, without even listening to it, what's 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 it evoke? Okay, here's the thing. Um, names and faces, musics, music and titles. If I see a face, I recognize it. I may not know the name. And it's the same thing with music. You can give me a title, I would have no clue what you're talking about until it actually starts playing. Even the music that we did. <laughs> So uh, until I hear the first couple notes or, or if you want to play the first couple notes and then I can tell you. Okay. Um, I'm kind of the same because uh, when I listened to stuff in my car back in the day, you didn't have a display that told you what was, what you're listening to. It's not like nowadays when you stream something and you can actually. Or even the radio, you look at it and go, Oh, it's a, uh... Red Hot Chili Peppers, you know, whatever, whatever yeah, tune. Like so you will identify it. Tells you, yeah. Yeah. But when you're listening to a CD in your car and you have a, like, if I'm listening to Radiohead, all the song titles are like bizarre. Mm-hmm. Like, they don't say that song title anywhere in the song, sort of thing. Like, that, you know, that sort of shit happens. So, anyway, we're going to, I'm going to play the first couple of notes. Okay. And Here. then uh, you, you just cue me when to stop. Okay. And then we'll, We'll just we'll we'll do this like they do in Pot of Thunder. We'll actually analyze the song, and this is a short song. It's the shortest song we did. Oh, okay. So it's not going to kill too much time. Are you ready? Yep. Okay. 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 That's the intro. What? What? What do you? What? What's your brain? What sort of image is your brain pulling forward? Uh, hammer-ons and pull-offs. <laughs> is what I'm thinking of, because when I'm in the basement, um, I can't remember now if uh, this was a. Um, I don't know if Alex came up with the rift, and then I, I put something over that, or how that all worked. The thing is, when we were writing the songs, it was kind of odd because there was there was a lot of collaboration, um, and and Alex was pretty much the 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 brainchild of the of the like his guitar like when he came up with stuff because when i come up with stuff it's almost like the 12 bar blues it's like it's so stuck in my head that i can't get out of it it's almost like a rut and anytime you you start playing a song it's almost like you know you start with this chord you end with this chord and it's it's like a blues type thing right right uh whereas when alex writes he writes totally differently and in, in a way that I would never have thought of doing, which was great because it brought me right out. Like it wasn't like I'm stuck here. No, you pull your right out. Let's, let's do something different. 
Um, and, and the beginning of this one was like, okay, well, we're going to, we're going to, you know, bump up the BPMs like right away as soon as, as soon as it starts. How hard is that to play that? Uh, you know what, when it comes to bass, it's almost like, I don't want to say vacation. It's like when you're, when you're, when you're working, you're playing guitar, when you're on vacation, you play the bass. That, that, that's how I kind of sum it up, but it's more, there's, you don't have to, I want to say, you don't have to think as much. There's just not as much that you have to really concentrate on because you're only concentrating on a string at a time, pretty much. Right. Like you're not doing chords and, you know, these diminished yeah. things and solos and whatnot. The bass is just kind of like, okay, well, we need a, you know, a good, you know, a thump, a good rhythm. Uh, as long as the the bass player and the drummer are you know you know together uh everything should should turn out good but one's more rhythm one's more you know rhythm with lead and and a whole bunch of other stuff that you want to include in it but that was a that was a fast paced song right from the get go and it was and it was fun they were all fun this actually. this one I, I find was it was written very quickly and just uh just I was going to say hold up a hand, but I actually don't see your face anymore. Oh, sees my screen because I'm screen sharing. Okay, so just I uh, just say hey, stop. You ready? The same song? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll just keep going. Okay. Yeah, the next part that comes up is a little more. It it kind of. Oh, it it um it slows right down yeah yeah that uh i i don't know if you, <laughs> if you know uh i had trouble letting people listen to the song why is i i just felt there was something wrong with it um the timing of the vocal there is is not exactly right and i don't know what my state of mind was uh, recording that particular because we we recorded this one twice this is the latter version this is the version that's on the album okay and i i don't know the 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 pentameter or the 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 vocal is off in terms of the timing of it hmm. but i liked the effect that i was able to get on the vocal uh i added a little bit of fry to my voice which i'm not a guy that adds fry to his voice until mm -hmm. we did dome and then i added fry all the time and fry is when you're adding a little bit of gravel i guess is the word for gravel right but we i put gravel on every single song so this was me learning to sing differently because this was i mean this is not the way i sound like this is not my voice this is not typical of me if you listen to the other stuff on our soundcloud page like that's not the same guy <laughs> You know, well, it's, a, to, it's a it's a different genre altogether. Mm -hmm. Musically, uh, vocally, uh, even your bass playing is like way different than what you would normally play. Yep. Yeah, it's not dum 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 dum. No, it's yeah. it's all over the place. That's why I had to get a, a twenty four fret neck <laughs> to yeah. be able to get to you know some of the stuff we were doing. But the interesting thing that what I liked about your bass playing in Dome is that because you're a guitar player and because there was one guitar player in the band um, and there wasn't two, you had to 
you couldn't just be playing the song on bass. You actually had to be playing a, a melody. And, and sometimes you, maybe you'd mirror what Alex was doing, but you're kind of doing your own thing too. Because if Alex, and we don't have solos per se in any of the songs, but I'm sure you would have filled those parts up pretty, like pretty well. Like the, the bass, like some, some bands when there's one guitar player and then the minute you go into the solo, the song just falls apart with a lot of bands. Like it's just too thin or the guitar player will play a rhythm track and then play a lead over top, like just done in the studio. Mm-hmm. But I felt that your bass playing was like phenomenal. It's like, there was no, you're not just playing bass, I guess. Well, I was playing bass, but I was playing with a pick. And that was the first time I ever played bass with a pick because it wasn't really, I figured, you know what? And, and I know that when we played shows, it was like, Oh God, he's playing with a pick. So yeah. I was like, you know what? That's the way I play. That's my style. You get your style. I got my style. If I don't wear a friggin' toque on my head when I play, who cares? I think if you did, <laughs> that's, what, that's with, what makes us all different. Well, yeah, but I think if you'd played without a pick, the, the well, I, I wouldn't be able had... to get. I wouldn't be able to get that attack. No, uh, with the bass be. because I mean I had everything. I mean, my God, I I, I changed the pickups on that bass and the pickups I I had on it were a. Um, uh, what are they called? Wild pickups. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bill and Becky. Oh my God. It escapes me now. Um, Bill and Becky. Uh, Bill died actually. Uh, they're pickups. Oh. They're, they're, they're hand-wound pickups from the U S and um, yeah, they, they, they sounded great. So when I had that, in the base and then i had the uh, the pv head was it a, a 400 watt something or other very very light unit had the fan in the back and whatnot and we had that thing dimed pretty good and it had a good compression to it so it, it uh when we played live it actually sounded pretty decent yeah i know it the, the sound was amazing it had a nice thump to it the fact that, that we were a four piece and one of the four piece wasn't playing an instrument i.e me and that we the, it, that we it, the the sound was so full. Oh yeah, it was so full. Here, let's keep let's keep going here. Okay. Uh, so we're going into the quote unquote slow part. Yeah. And I'm using a so this is the part. Um, so when we came up when we came up with song titles, I, I don't know how much of this you remember, but the song's called Premature. It was originally called Premature Evacuation, mm-hmm. which is uh, a line from a movie from the nineties, one of my fav- favorite movies. And there's a line in the movie where the person use, um, he uses the line. What is the penalty for premature evacuation? He says that line and that line always stuck with me. Flaccidness. And- <laughs> but it's premature evacuation, not ejaculation, evacuation. And the idea was that if you leave, <laughs> if you premature evacuation is leaving early. And okay. when I wrote the words for this song, now it sounds like this song is a dirty song and that's intentional. It's supposed to sound dirty, but if you look at the words in the context of themselves, just read them out. It's not dirty. It's a song about people that leave early, lose out on everything. 
So I felt as a band, there was a lot of times because we weren't a known commodity, we were playing with other bands that were known commodities. There were times that we would play a show and people might leave before we came on or would get there late, you know, if we played early and people weren't there to see us because we, you know, we weren't savvy on social media and stuff like that. So um, if people stayed and saw our, our set, I think, genu- you know, most of the time people are like, wow, you guys are actually really good. But I always liked playing. Oh, we didn't have a promo team or anything. <laughs> no, we didn't have any of that stuff. Like, no. So it was more into playing. I, I was sort of like, you know, if you stay and watch us, you're going to be rewarded for staying and watching us. And this song, for me, it was the song to the audience that left. Like, you know, if you buy, like, you know, when you go to, like, you buy tickets for a concert, you're going to go see Kiss or Van Halen or. Or an auction or a 50-50 at the end of the night and people leave before the actual draw. Because they want to get, they don't want to get tied up in traffic. They want to get to the car. They want to leave early. And. Well, that's me if I go to the races. Yeah. but (laughs) Go to the speedway. The theory is that if you leave early in general, I don't mean going like if you're going to see a concert, but if you do this in general, so say you're on a really good, great date, you know, you're a great first or second date with someone and it's really special and it's going really, really well. And you decide to deck out early. You know what? Uh, I I think we're going to call it here and you go home. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Wow. I don't think you'll get a second date. Well, no, you're not. So I don't think so. That, that same analogy applies to anything, though. It's like I don't know how many times that you and I have gone to like a club to see a particular band or something, or if you go to a movie and like with the, these Marvel movies, if you leave as the credits roll, there's like an extra two minutes of film at the end of the credits if you stick around. Yeah. You know, like don't leave life early because you want to get home quicker. You can go home anytime. But you should stick out. If you're paying your hard-earned money to go see something, go see somebody, go be on a date, go. Don't be concerned about checking your watch and going home. Enjoy the time until it's done. And then you can go home. So this song is actually about people who leave life early. They're not enjoying themselves. They're so concerned about, you know, dodging traffic or, uh, I got to work tomorrow or this or that. And I'm, and I'm that person. I'm the person that's like, I need my eight hours sleep. And okay. I, I so, so, so now if you're explaining the song yes. uh, at the beginning where everything's fast, yep. does this mean like, okay, I'm trying to get home, trying to get home. And then when it goes into the slow part, it's like, you've opened the door. I have arrived. Is, is that, is that what you're meaning? <laughs> play, play, play the next part of the song. We'll, okay. we'll see. We'll, we'll listen to. We'll listen to the okay. words. The words so, are very so easy the, in this song. So, not, so the not. first part was. Okay, so do you know I'm leaving? Do you know I'm leaving? Right, I'm leaving. I'm going home. What's what's the what's the line? I don't know. I'm gonna just rewind it a little bit. Twenty six seconds is the core is the chorus. I just want to go back. So let's see what let's see what Sean is singing here. so do you get it do you know i'm leaving i repeat it three times well i am 
And uh, do you know I'm leaving? I'm leaving in the morning. Okay. So these are the these are the two things going in your head. I'm leaving. I'm leaving. You know how many people they're at? They're at. I don't know how many times I've been at the bar with a bunch of people, and I'm having a good time. And the people you're with, like, I just want to go home. They think, you know what? Nothing's really probably going to happen. I'm probably not going to have, I'm probably not going to meet somebody. I'm probably not going to have a good time. They're already negative. They're negative going into the evening and they're, they're ready to go. So the first voice is. Oh, the, you can't do that. Well, yeah. I, you can't do that. Happened many, many times. And I'm like, you know what? Let's just stay because you never know what's going to happen. You know, maybe we're going to have that moment that you're going to remember 20 years from now, <laughs> you know? And yeah. Every time I've stayed, there's always some sort of story to tell. So do you know I'm leaving? Well, I am. I'm leaving. I'm leaving. Um, and then the next line, I'm just going to play it again here. Do you know I'm leaving in the morning? So this is the other side of the brain going, no, I'm going to stick around. I'm going to leave when it's morning. I'm going to leave when it's everything's said and done. I'm going to see what happens. So this is, it's almost like a, a, a dual personality where you're like, yeah, I should just go home. But what if I stayed? So you have a different translation of the song than I do. Well, what did, what were you thinking? Well, when I'm, well, when you're saying you're, you're leaving, right. Yep. And you're racing home. And then if you, as soon as you hit play, because now we've gone into the part where it's going to slow down, that would be the part where it's like, okay, I've opened the door. I am home. Yes. So play that part and then you'll see what I mean. Okay. So 26 seconds, I guess we're there already. Yeah. You cannot say. So that was the chorus, I guess. So, so did you make out what the words were? Uh, somewhat. You cannot see the forest for the trees. That's literally, literally what it is. Okay. So if we, we're talking about this duality again, where ah, I should just go home. Ah, well, what if I stayed? I should just go home. Maybe I should stay. And then it switches into that transition stage, which goes to the slow part. So I, I like the idea where you said, well, well he's, he's home now. But now this is where the, this is where the doubt comes into mind. So this is me talking to the people that left, but it's also me when I left early and went home. Well, here's another analogy. Okay. Okay. So you're leaving, you're leaving the concert, right? You're all pumped up. You get home. It goes to that slow part. Then it goes back into the, the fast part. So basically as soon as you walk in at home, being the guitarist, first thing you do is you grab your guitar because you're pumped as hell, right? Mm. You you put on, uh, say Van Halen's uh, was it Live Without a Net or Jump Without a Net? I can't remember the name of the actual title. And you, then you just you know you start ripping on it, you know, doing a bunch of Van Halen stuff because now you're all pumped and you're you know, you're 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 probably more alert, uh, because of all the adrenaline. Yeah, you're just pumped right up. I like that. So that's that's a different angle. So I, I guess what I was trying to relay at this point was if you don't experience things, if you're not just 
going balls out on life and having fun. I mean, you got to be responsible, but if you're, if you're denying yourself chances to experience new things, you're not seeing the forest for the trees. There's a lot of analogies within there. I'm not going to go into them all, but the idea is you're never, you're never going to be able to experience all of life. So you have to reach for as much as you can. You can't see the forest for the trees. Like there's, there's so many trees in the forest. I, I don't know where I'm going with this, but, <laughs> but the idea is if you think, going deep, <laughs> but if, if you think that you went home and that you won by getting home early, getting a good night's sleep and missing out on a potential opportunity for something to happen, then you're not seeing the forest for the trees. You're not, you're so worried about where, where, where you have to be versus where you should be. You're just so concerned about getting home. You're so concerned about, I'm not having fun yet. Did you try to have fun? Like you're not seeing the whole scenario. I don't know if you can tell, but this song is actually about a particular person <laughs> um, who will be remain unnamed. I don't want to shoot anybody down, but the, the idea is like, look, we're out. We're having a good time. Let's just roll with it. Right. Let's let, instead of making choices and decisions and deciding what we're going to do next, let's just see where the moment takes us. Let's just see where the night takes us. And let's just, you know, have some fun. You're not, you're, you can't see the forest for the trees. So we're going into the second verse. You should have called it. Can't see the forest. <laughs> well, so when we were writing songs, we we place marked every song we were working on, so Alex knew what song it was. So okay. I don't know if you remember we had that whiteboard. Yeah, I still have it. When, so based on the riff that Alex would present, I would put a, a name on the board. To to like there was no lyrics or anything at that point. It was just Alex came in with the bare bones of a riff. And then we would work on it, right? So we'd put the name on the board and then we'd break down uh, all the parts of the song. So as we're learning it and, and arranging it and all that stuff, we'd know where we were. So premature evacuation was the placeholder for this song. So generally what happened is I would have to, the, the song title came from Alex's attack. And he'd be like, okay, this feels like this these two words or these three words or this one word. And then I would have to construct a story based around that word. So this was called premature evacuation. And it was because I had to go, I think it was, it might've been because I had to go home early <laughs> during a practice. Okay. So I think that's why I got called premature evacuation. Cause I, I got to leave early guys. <laughs> so I, I think that's where it came from, but then I had to shape, shape, the, the story of the song around it, but also meet the context of what you guys were all playing. Right. All right. All right. Keep going here. I can see where some people took that in the wrong direction. So should know I'm leaving, should know I'm leaving, should know I'm leaving when I came. <laughs> um, some people can misinterpret that the wrong way. 
<laughs> and I can understand it. I and came it, here. Now I'm leaving. Well, it, it was kind of intentional because I, I kind of wanted people to go, ah, this is just like a joke song. Uh, Soundgarden had a song called Big Dumb Sex, which was mocking, you know, all those hair metal songs that were just about sex. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was kind of, I was trying to be smart or clever by, you know, like, I'll, I'll, okay, we're going to call it premature evacuation. And then I'm going to throw in a word about should know I'm leaving when I came, but, but really, <laughs> but, hey, you'll know you've made it big when weird Al takes your song. <laughs> <laughs> but the idea was, okay. So uh, about this person again, so I, okay, I'm going out, I'm going out, but as soon as I get there, I'm going to plan when I leave. So instead of like planning, I'm going to go there and, and let the night take me and have a good time. I'm mm-hmm. planning that the minute I get there, I'm also planning my departure. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm organized. And if I don't have a, a good time by 10 5, I'm leaving. So should it should know I'm leaving when I came is the minute I walked in that door, I'm ready to leave. Right. Okay. I see your context. Yeah. And then uh, the next line is you cannot see, you cannot see, you cannot see, which leads into the chorus again, which is the forest for the trees. So nothing, uh, nothing super inventive there, but it's just kind of saying the same thing again. And uh, as as I said before, like when we would introduce this song or when I would, you know, say what the song was, it was always about for those that left this songs for you that already left the song for you. (laughs) I dedicate this song. But then people probably thought, oh, okay, well, if this song, the people have left. If this, if they were outside smoking or whatever, they're like, okay, well, I already left. This song's for me. It's called Premature Evacuation. Oh, you're alluding that I'm gonna go have sex with somebody. No, not really. But anyway, let's let's keep going. We're almost done. Very okay. short song. I love what Alex is doing. Ah, there's Todd. Oh man. Okay, so I don't. Okay, what's your recollection here for for that second chorus? How it's different than the first? Like, what do what do you remember? Well, when Alex comes in with the guitar, uh, that's kind of Alex's version of a solo, um, but but not a solo. Like it, it's that's his style. That's that's how he does. And most of the songs w- were like that, which is great. It was a whole different twist of what you normally uh, that you normally hear. Uh, there was a lot of um, a lot of picking, like say one note at a time, but that it had the the atmospheric. Um, the reverb and stuff in the background. What's kind the of, setting? What would you say that setting is? Because they kind of filled it all in. What setting? Yeah. What like what is what is he doing there to create that wavy? Like, what's he actually doing in guitar as a guitar player? Todd, tell us what is he actually doing in guitar there? Uh, you know what? Alex has his own style, <clears throat> which is way different than mine. Because anytime I picked up his guitar and I played. Um, it was more classic rock stuff and, 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 and his wife would, would say, oh yeah, yeah, I heard that song. Yeah, you were playing, <laughs> uh, but the stuff that, that he does, he, he does it in such a way, uh, 
and and I and I love the way he writes because it's just it's so different than what I'm used to uh, listening to. He doesn't follow a typical. No, he doesn't structure. doesn't follow your, your typical writing. But um, basically, what I think he's doing is he's picking one string at a time. Uh, he it could be two at a time, but he's he's just kind of going up and down the fretboard a little bit. But it's the background atmosphere that where you've got the, um, the like the reverbs and the delays and stuff, where it kind of makes his sound bigger. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't have to be doing you know like a machine gun solo or anything like that. It's more of a a feeling song, mm-hmm. like you're saying, like you're feel like you you're wanting to, you're feeling like you want to go out, right? So you're going out. You want to have a good time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But as soon as you get there, you're saying, well, okay, well, now that I'm here, uh, I spent all that time thinking about, you know, getting there, what I'm going to do when I get there. And as soon as you get there, it's like, okay, well, now I got to think about, well, what time is it? Well, I've got so much time here left. Um, well, what's going on? Oh, do I want to stay that late? Um, it's, it's just a different... I don't know where I was going with that, but anyway, oh, no, I, I like what you're, I like what you're saying there. The, the feeling I get, because I remember we're like, everything's too similar. So the, when he, yeah. So when he does a solo, it's, it's more of a feeling. They're way, they're, they're way too similar. So this is his solo spot, I guess, in a way. And what I, what I feel at this part of the song is this is the release, I guess, from everything that's happened before, like all this, ah, should I stay? Should I go? You know, like, there's there's this there's this combative nature between someone's psyche and and you know loving life and being too afraid to go with love life and at this point they went too far they missed out and now there's they're doubting themselves so i almost vision vision like what i see visually if this were a music video i see somebody walking the streets you know the light of day and they missed out on everything and they're regretting maybe if I'd stayed another, like they they hear a story from someone that was with them the night before someone that decided to stay. That's and- wild. That, that That's wild because the song, see, I, I would have never thought of, of what you're talking about for this song. It would be nice to go through each song and say, okay, if this song had a video, mm-hmm. what would you see? If you if you just heard the song, I mean, with the, like without actually looking at all the lyrics and stuff and going through it all and going, okay, well, this is what he's talking about. Just listening to the music and how it kind of it progresses, like where your mind goes, and to say that, okay, well, this part it almost sounds like, you know, this happened. Yeah. And then and then before the other thing happened, it's almost like there's like a buildup or something or, or some, you know, just, just the way the whole structure of, of the song, when you add, like when, when you're adding pictures to, to, to sound, it's like, yeah. what, what part do you put in there? Like, what's the story? Like, what's the story without actually looking at the lyrics to see what the story is? Cause sometimes the story is the feel. And I always wrote lyrics. I always with dome, I always wrote my lyrics based upon what Alex's music made me feel and then as you and Oli would come in and work with Alex and kind of massage it out the lyrics on average the lyrics for every single song went through about 20 drafts because when Alex came 
forward with the riff and then we all worked worked it through together as a as a team it wasn't exactly the same as when it was done so I, for me it would be disingenuous if i went with the original vision of the lyric with with alex's original vision because it what you and and, and oli did is you guys literally transformed and added emotion to what Alex had. So Alex had emotion coming in, but you guys added layers to that emotion. So it wasn't just a beautiful canvas with uh, a picture of a lake. Now it was a picture of a lake and it was nighttime and there was birds flying across and there was a wind blowing through the leaves. And, you know, you guys had added that texture. So that's when right. I was in, in that final phase, in that final draft of the lyrics, that's why when we played live, you're like, you know, the, the singer's not if you look at the first performance of premature versus the last or any other song we did the, the vocals the, the lyrics continued to continuously changed because they had to match the final when you're writing for me when you're writing a song the lyrics have to fit the mood of the music and if the if the the mood of that music changes then the lyrics have to change accordingly as well there's got to be a synergy between the two. And, and some songwriters, they write the lyrics and someone else writes the music for it. And then there's, there isn't, there's, it's lacking that synergy, which I, I, I felt like this song was like, okay, I really have to change. I have to match with what Alex is doing and what you guys are doing and, and the colors that you and Oli added. That's quite the analogy. So in this point, there, cool. there, there's a sort of despair. There's sort of, I totally missed out is what's happening. Like totally fucking missed out. Like I'm hearing everything that happened last night and I wasn't there. Right. Cause you left early. There were, there were times like I went to, <laughs> I went to see, um, I went to see our cousin play and I had the option of, of just leaving. He'd say, Oh man, you know, stay if you want, go home if you want. I'd taken him there and I'm like, you know, I'm just going to stay. I didn't want to. I was really tired. I had work the next day. It was a weekday, I think. And I think he was playing with the divorcees or something. And I'm like, no, I'm just going to fucking stay. Like, just stay. Like, you don't know what's going to happen. What's going to happen if you go go home? You're going to good. You're gonna get a good night's sleep. You're going to be nice and refreshed for work tomorrow. Oh, you're nice and refreshed for work tomorrow. Wow. You know, like, is that necessary? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know, is it always necessary? Well, it should be necessary. But what I'm saying is, are you going to miss out on the chance of a lifetime just to be refreshed at work the next day? I mean, you can't do this every day, but so that time I had stayed out and I got home, I don't know, it was like three, four in the morning. And I stuck, I stuck around with Danny all night. And it was during when the divorces were playing that whole Paquin entertainment thingamabob, where there was a whole bunch of artists being showcased through Winnipeg and the divorces were one of them. Is that when they were in town? They had to borrow my strat or something because one of the guitars didn't make it. Or uh, that could be. Yeah, that would make sense. I can't remember. See, I re I remember at that time, and kind of getting to the gist of your song. Um, when when Danny was here, then uh, the relationship that I was in, um, when you're talking about uh, wanting to go, but having to leave. Yeah. Uh, it was more of a hassle for me to go and and put up with the the questions and hassle when I got back home that I never went. I didn't go to that. You just one. didn't go in at all. I didn't go at all because I I just didn't the whole experience. Yeah, I missed out on the whole experience because I didn't want to deal with the hassle when I got home. 
Um, now, flip the coin. Uh, Daniel was here just before, or just as COVID was starting. To, it was the week of COVID. It was the week of COVID yeah. that, that started. And he came down. And I went down there with you. And we had a great old time. Came home. Everything was great. I'll tell you, night and day difference. When you're in a relationship with someone, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to slam anybody, but I mean, you know, you're in a good relationship when you can do things and you don't have to worry when you get home Yeah, for, for just BS. Right. So, yeah. And, and I know what you mean. Like when you take that song, if you take the, the relevance of that song of me, for example, going out, you know, going, you know, I, I want to go out, um, you know, it'd be great to go see. And then once you get there, all you're thinking about is when you're leaving and that sucks. Well, because you, you're, you, you you're, can't have you're, a good time. No, because you're, you're too preoccupied in your own mind. You're not taking the time for yourself to say, you know what? I just want to let loose. I want to, I don't want to think about anything else. I just want to think about what I'm doing at the time and enjoy myself in the moment, in the moment. So, and, and that premature thing, and that's what it would be. It would be like, okay, you know what? Uh, I've been here an hour, two hours, you know, I better head back or I'm just, you know, or I shouldn't have just came at all. So yeah, I, I, I get your song <laughs> for sure. You do get it now. <laughs> oh, I get, I get that part of the song, well, I, I but, would... I mean, but, but it means different things to different people. Well, Some people will go out and, and they just don't like to be around people. It's more an anxiety thing. They, you know what? They don't like crowds. Like everyone has their own reason for going and, and, and thinking about leaving as soon as they get there. Yeah. Yeah. So the more people who can rate to this, to relate to the song, uh, especially, well, if you ex explain the song, although when you listen to the song, you may not get all the points of, of what you're trying to get across, uh, unless you actually, you know, have someone break, break down the song for you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's get into the final stretch here. Okay. That scream there is that sort of fuck. That was the whole just fuck. Was that when you were trailing off? Yeah. Oh, this part is so good. Yeah, this part's like, yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is now this is being angry at yourself. See, you get angry. I get angry. Uh, this is the part See, where you're supposed to be angry. You're like, I missed out on all that stuff because I was too preoccupied with leaving on time. And it's like premature. I left fucking prematurely. Fuck, fuck, fuck. That's what this, that's, that's what this See, is all supposed to be. See, you, mine, you mine's different. Mine, like at the beginning when I was talking about uh, going to a concert, okay? Watching the concert and then you get home, right? Finally, uh, you know, and then you grab your guitar and then you get all pumped up. For ah. me, that's the pumped up. That's the part that you're playing that you're trying to replicate, you know, the the, the passion energy. that, that the yeah. energy that you feel. Yeah. From, from what the concert gave you, right? So to me, that part is that part when you're you've got that guitar in your hand and you're just, you know, just shredding. So the, the thing is when you write when you write a song, or like in, in my case, where I'm writing the lyrics and I'm and I have a story in my head. Um and then we, we put the song out, we released it and all this sort of stuff. And we played it and it was on Spotify and everything. At that point, it's no longer the words I wrote. It's premature. 
by dome and it's out there. So if someone goes and listens to that song and gets something else out of it, they're not wrong. If, they, if, like, if you're saying that's what you're getting out of the song and that's what you hear in the song, that's what the song's about. Mm-hmm. If someone else hears it as a song about depression or, or whatever, that's not wrong either. It's what just the words. I mean, I mean, you've watched the videos where the, the guy says it's, um, what was the title of the, the YouTube video? Something about uh, the song had different words than, than what you thought they were. Oh, yeah. Once you actually like read the words or whatever. Yeah, like where it's uh oh, what's the name of that song? Reverend like a deuce in the middle of the night or something. It's oh, yeah. like, like a douche <laughs> yeah. or something. Yeah. Like there's you know, everybody interprets it differently. So even even your actual vocal, someone could, you know, say that, oh, did he say this or did he say that? Excuse me while I kiss this guy. <laughs> I kiss this guy. Don't don't give too many chords. Yeah. You don't want to get booted. Oh uh, yeah. Well, let's we we got like 30 seconds left. Let's finish it off here. Okay. <laughs> original version I'm doing screeching at the point love that scream at the end it was hard I think we had a hard time getting it but so we used to live if you actually watch some of the earlier performances I used to do this weird falsetto screaming Mm mm-hmm uh, and then I would follow that by a, a totally metal, just, just to, cause I was trying to like, I was trying to show different personalities, trying to break out of, I just fucked last night up. And I was just trying to like scream in as many different voices as I could. That was the whole point. But we ended up taking that out of the song because hmm. I did the falsetto metal scream, I guess is pretty cheesy. Yeah, I mean, and the bands we played with were a lot of what they call it gent or, or um, yeah, we played with the, a lot of gent bands. This this hard screamo type music, um, and I'm and I'm glad that we weren't like that. Uh, but I don't know. I, I found our music was actually pretty decent. Yeah, like the writing was. I, I mean, I spent. I don't know how many, I mean, I'm not a, a, a sound engineer, you know, with, with all this, you know, experience and, uh, and, and uh, education under my belt. It's more of, you know, trial and error and, and YouTube videos and, and just kind of going in Reaper forums and trying to figure out how to do this and that. So, I mean, it wasn't, it, it wasn't anything professional by any means, uh, but from, for what I had, um, and when I listened to it and I don't know how many, how many hours I spent in a studio just with, with the, with the songs, but I, I, I think it, it turned out, you know, fairly, fairly well. It, it's one of my, my better workings, I guess <laughs> you could say for mixing, <laughs> yeah. uh, nowhere near professional, but Hey, for, um, for a basement band and, and just releasing something, why not? Yeah. Yeah, that, I don't and know. Laptop, I'm, I'm proud that, of this uh, stuff, man. Yeah, it's good. It, and and music, I mean, music's forever. So, 
I mean, uh, your, your kids, grandkids, great grandkids. I mean, technology nowadays, I don't have the only thing I have of say my grandparents, like, like Piper. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he was a big wrestling fan. So he had, you know, done dozens of tapes that he have. And, and, you know, when the wrestling match was off, was on, I mean, no one could make a noise because he was recording it. You didn't want anything other than what was, you know, you could hear on TV. Mm -hmm. Uh, but nowadays with, um, especially with podcasts and stuff that we're doing and and the music and stuff, I I was thinking about that the other day going, you know, what, what kind of a legacy? I mean, I'm just, I'm just Joe Schmo here. I'm I'm no one, you know, important, but I mean, I'm sure down the line, uh, when it comes to your, your kids and your grandkids and great grandkids and, and everything down the line, uh, you know, 20, 30 generations down the line, who knows, maybe someone will, will, will say, oh, I got something from like back in 2019 or whatever. <laughs> and um, yeah, and they listen to it and go, oh, that, that's pretty cool. That's why I want to have all the stuff online as much as our stuff online is, you know, every, every time there's something, I just want it out there. Like good or good or bad, like a it doesn't matter i just want it out there i think it's yeah like even uh i mean dad's voice i mean when we were jamming at rays yeah every once in a while he'd you know he'd say something in the background while we're we're jamming and it's like that stuff's gold like i i you'll never get you know get that stuff back so i i have it all of it so if i ever wanted to go through it and kind of edit and just kind of take uh stuff here and there because i think one of our songs actually i think ray had put uh left dad's voice in there yeah and uh, yeah in the tune so yeah it's uh no oh, yeah, i'm just gonna yeah. just for two seconds here's the song that has my dad's our dad our dad's voice in the beginning oh not this one this one so give me that there keep the feeling there right. <laughs> give me that keep that feeling there <laughs> The song was actually called This Feeling, not That Feeling. <laughs> it's like seven days in May. <laughs> seven days in May. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we're going to cap it off here, bro. All righty, sir. Late, we ran super long, but I had a really good time. Yeah, good. Um, so if you want to follow the show, uh, Sean Geek Podcast and all your favorite streaming platforms, uh, but you can go to our home, which is over at Todd. Yeah, SeanMcGinnity.ca. That's S-E-A-N-M-C-G-I-N-I-T-Y dot C-A. And you can uh, actually get some merch from there. Yeah. Click on the merch tab. We Mm -hmm. have uh, t-shirts. We've got, uh, we have Corey Geek t-shirts on there as well. That's a new one. Corey's got his face on on the Corey Geek shirt. That's a new one. I love this shirt. Yeah. And you got Sean Geek podcasts, white or black, depending on, on what color shirt you take. Yep. Yep, uh, we have his uh, retail ninja T-shirts, his geek shirts. There's just says geek across it. His yeah. MTG's MTG shirt. Yep. Yeah. Uh, we also have like God. We have uh, we have our Patreon page, which is uh, patreon.com forward slash Meet the Geeks. Uh, you can subscribe. You can become a geek at two dollars a month. Tag you're it at five dollars a month, or I am the geek at ten dollars a month. We give you stuff for any any of those tiers you go on, or if you just want to give a one-time donation, go buy us a quote-unquote coffee mm-hmm. by going to buymeacoffee.com forward slash Sean Geek Podcast. And you can make a one-time donation of one, three, five, or ten dollars. 
to support the show and help us keep up our gear. Sweet. That's it. So yeah. we'll sign off. Uh, thanks. And we'll do this again next week. Maybe uh, I think we need to, I, I had fun doing the song thing. I think yeah. I want to do this again. Yeah, for sure. Well, we'll, we'll talk about the stuff we were going to talk about tonight. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and and we'll 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 stick in a song here and there. Um, you know, we'll alternate or something. I think it's only fair. We're we're going to cap this episode off, and I'm going to throw in the full version of Premature Evacuation with full audio quality and uninterrupted by us talking. There you go. Yeah, there, and you can tell us what you think. Yeah, awesome. Okay, see you on the flip side. Alrighty. Bye. Bye. Bye.